Hello and welcome. This time, John Deere and Dave Thomas, that's me, return to the 70s world of sex, murders and sexy murders as we pick up with Edwidge Fennec and George Hilton in Sergio Martino's The Strange Vice of Mrs. Ward, a.k.a. Lo Strano Visio della Signora Ward. Please join us. ha cercato di uccidermi con un rasoio. Tu mi rosinghi, Giulie. Davvero pensi che io sia capace di tagliare la gola a tante donne? Certo è che il sangue ha uno strano effetto su di lei, come di attrazione e ribrezzo insieme. L'odio è un bel sentimento, violento, rovente, come e più dell'amore. Spoiler warning for all of the spoilers and content warning for sexualized violence, suicide, gaslighting and sexual assault. So, the strange vice of Mrs. Ward. Now, it is pronounced Ward, isn't it? Yes. Ward, her. The, 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 the H is silent. Was that too... Is there a Julie? Is there a Julie Ward? That's... Apparently, someone called Julie Ward complained, so they added an H. <laughs> well, after it, so they had to sort of re- redo the title afterwards. I, I, I mean, as it was in production, stroke coming out at some point, someone called Ward. That that's the that's the tale. That sounds a bit, I don't know. That that sounds a little far fetched, but but that is that is the story that the production crew went with. So. Also, fair enough. I mean, it was surprising to how she how she knew, but um, her strange vice just appears mm. to be shagging. Yeah, yeah, sort of sadomasochistic sex, but only with the the the, the ex. I mean, she's she's got a she's got a cuck husband. Uh, um, and... yeah. I mean, I think I think she does sort of allude at some point, doesn't she? Say to to her the character friend character of her friend carol like she's got these kind of strange urges or you know, uh, yeah they're not because they're not really strange are they i mean some of it's a bit extreme like the kind of shagging on a bed of broken glass is a bit much but uh, i'll get the impression she's doing that to please to please her, her ex though this, yes yeah. um yeah. whereas you know um her straight they, they aren't that strange i don't think i mean in the words of um george best i like shagging is, is sort of is sort of the the, the, the vice, and that seems fairly fairly. Yes, her strange her strange vice is blokes who are dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not one single. I mean, her her, her husband seems nice if dull. Uh, yeah. But then we find out that isn't really that isn't that isn't, isn't really the case. So not, no. um, so this is Sergio Martino. Yes. Now he's is he? I mean, if you take Barva and you take Argento hmm. is is Martino up there? I, I think he is. He's one of those guys I think went underappreciated for a long time, uh, and I think he's as his 
back catalogs kind of got out into the because he did he wasn't well represented on things like dvd and a lot of his right. stuff was kind of horribly recut in a way that was even more horrible than than the, the treatment of some of the argento and and uh Barber and Fulci films so yeah i think he kind of flew under the radar for a while and and didn't really have the longevity of career like he had this sort of window where he was doing jelly and then sort of did a lot of the you know the sort of sexy comedy stuff and right so okay some some kind of some sort of notorious kind of action films and he did like a cannibal movie in the in the 80s and then after that sort of a lot of tv so in italy so okay he he, he sort of didn't have that kind of international longevity that that um the kind of more celebrated guys did but in terms of like this period of jello the sort of early 70s i think he's he's right up there um i mean i i think and so does he that there's a bit in this that Dario Argento then nicks for uh, Four Flies on Grey Velvet, which Argento will probably never admit, but uh, I, I can definitely see a resemblance. So of the, he, so he's done probably more non-Jallo than other notorious Jallo directors. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, right. he's he's more of the jobbing guy because he worked for a long time with his brother, who um, so Sergio is still around, although retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his brother Luciano uh, passed away in. I, 2014 something like that um and but they worked together sort of pretty constantly um and it was his it was luciano that was married to edwidge schwenek for a for a, a little while oh, okay. um from kind of 71 uh to 79 in fact which is and, and they i mean they actually continued working together after that but that was sort of the, the extent of the of the romance and and uh edwidge described them in an interview is the sort of Castor and Pollocks of Italian filmmaking, which I thought was quite fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. And, and uh, Luciano had kind of dabbled in the jelly before this, because he wrote uh, Sweet Body of Deborah or co-wrote Sweet Body of Deborah. Oh, okay. Which, uh, okay. Yeah. Obviously we, we touched on, and I think there's some, there's some interesting parallels between this film and that one. And also kind of where it sits in the the shift of the the sort of late sixties jelly into the seventies, you know, much more slashery ones, mm. um, which I think is quite uh, is quite fascinating. Well, this comes after um, Bread with Crystal Plumage, doesn't it? It does, yeah, but not that long after. Right, okay. seventy one. So what what have we covered before? We've done. Have we done all the colours of the dark? We did all the colours of the dark. Yeah, that was yep. the one. So that that actually comes after this. This is, okay. that was seventy two. Because I recognise a couple of the actors mm. from being in the the sort of Edward Fenwick is in it, and uh, mm. is it Ivan Rasimov? Yep, Ivan yeah. Ivan Rasimov uh, and George Hilton, um, all of whom. Oh, of course, yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, George Hilton, who sort of got his his Jello debut, um, having been a Western actor in Sweet Body of Deborah. Yes. Um, and uh, Alberta de Mendoza, who we saw in uh, Perversion Story, the, the Lucio Fulci film from 69, mm-hmm. the one that was set in San Francisco. So um, playing, ah, yes, playing, yes, yes. playing quite a similar character, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, 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 it's a lot of familiar Jallo faces in this, which is, uh, again, kind of... But but almost kind of at a starting point for some of them. This is this is not quite Edwidge's first Jello, but it's her first starring one, uh, her first kind of lead role in a Jello, which is is uh, 
you know, quite noteworthy. Yeah. Now, um, normally I'm gearing up for, for the problematic elements. And it has to be said that um, there is quite a lot of gratuitous softcore nudity in this as yep. well. Um, there's too many tits. I mean, you know, if that's that floats your boat, then fine. But it's, you know, it, it's gratuitous the amount of times. No one in Italy wears a bra is what we learn. From, from a long party. No one, no one in, no one in Austria wears a bra. Sorry, yes, no, sorry, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, like, yeah. it must be chilly. Yeah, and I, I didn't really think of the, the Austri- Austrians like, 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 like that. Nevertheless, however, I think this is a really, really well-made film. The twists and turns at the end mm. are, are genuinely eye-opening. And there's just mm. enough there for you to go. I think I see, but even then, there's a twist to take you by surprise. It's a really mm. well-structured film. It. By and large, makes sense. There's a couple yes. of there's a couple of loose loose strings, but compared to what we've seen of some jelly, um, it's it's it, it's broadly a a, a a decent thriller. It's mm. really well shot. Not convinced about the music, um, but the um, but that may also be from, from, from the dubbing, uh, from the particular dub I listen to. But yeah, it, the, the camera work is 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 excellent. Um, so this, is, I think, is uh, is superior. If we just cut down the, the, the amount of times that Edward French gets his tits out, um, it would be uh, sacrilege. I know, I know. It's like would not be, you know, if 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 you feel that it's the, it's that Dennis Penish to demean more, isn't it? If you feel the part demanded it and it was justified, could you keep your clothes on for a bit, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that how many times it happens? Anyway, um, I this is one of this is uh, th- this is one of the best in terms of its mm. story and its presentation. I think that we've uh, that we've that we've covered. I was very impressed uh, of, overall overall with this. Mm. Um, so the the plot, uh, and I'm almost tempted to say if you haven't seen it, stop listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah, and go and watch it. It has this a... is one of the ones that you should if you have if you don't know it going cold like yeah go away. Yeah. It's on. It's on, Prime. It's, on, it's, on, it's on Prime. it's on Prime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Check it out and come back because uh, th- this rewards a, a viewing going, and it also rewards a re a rewatch as well. Yes, you kind of yes, know what, What's going on? Because um, when, yeah, I, I, when I watched it the second time uh, this week, it was to spot the oh uh, yeah, they do see where they seed in certain things. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, we are the only two heirs left. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead. Um, but yeah, with um, uh, yeah, with a quick rundown of the plot. It centres on the the wife of a. Are they meant to be American? Aren't they? They're they're meant to be American, yeah. and I I always get them confused. That I always think, oh, they're kind of diplomats, but they're not. He um, so Neil Ward works for some American company and is clearly a, a fairly big cheese. Yes, I thought initially he was a he was meant to be a U.S. diplomat, but then you know, yeah, no, he isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they they return to uh, they have been in New York. They go to Vienna. Well, they, they, they live in Vienna, don't they? That's they live in the, Vienna, yeah. yeah. In a fabulous apartment. Oh, with yes. Amazing yeah. stripy wallpaper. Yeah. Um, very stylish, very modern. Yeah, which Edwig is, is not above, uh, which Julia, I should say, is not above wandering around uh, naked to get in the bath, but no. when people come a calling. Um, there is there is also uh, established in the opening shot, because um, you get to the boobs and the, and the uh, straight razor pretty quickly in this one. Uh, there is a serial killer in uh, Vienna who is, is killing young women. Um, now, 
Neil is is so Julie is a bit of a corporate widow. Neil is always off doing businessy things, uh, and she's kind of haunted by a kinky sex tryst that she had with uh, Ivan Rasimov uh, or Jean uh, Jean as he's playing in this. Mm. The, 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 there are insert shots where they've done kind of there are notes that keep getting passed to her and, and they've done them in English and it always looks like Sean rather than than Jean, but I I believe it is Jean. <laughs> um, and he's a masochist so like the first kind of flashback that you see and a bit like all the colors you get lots of kind of slow-mo flashbacks to them having sex in a variety of risky and and, and sort of violent semi-consensual <laughs> way yeah um i'm not sure uh, how, how into it she is as well as yeah, yeah exactly um it, well it's that it's the classic sort of she's not at the beginning but then she likes it by the end and it's sort of a little bit ooh, that's you know yeah that, that's that's not very good uh but because she's sort of a, a bit of a loose end her friend carol um played by uh conchita arioldi and there are a few spanish actors in this because it was a spanish uh co-finance um and so carol uh is her sort of flighty you know sexy friend who comes out with all of the things uh, much like in all the colors again about uh um you know when when a, another girl gets murdered who they both have have met she says oh it's you know he's he's uh, getting rid of the competition it's like that kind of uh, that kind of vibe um so she is at a, a party where there is also some gratuitous nudity when a couple of the girls reveal they're wearing paper dresses so it's like well we should tear them off then shouldn't we yeah um so I mean, if, for, you go, if you go to a party in the 70s in a paper dress and no <laughs> exactly. bra Indeed. Um, so Carol is uh, introduces uh, Julie to her cousin George. Easy to remember because he's played by George Hilton, being uh, as as smouldering and hunky and, and slightly bland as George Hilton <laughs> in, in a series of amazing shirts. He is. I, is he meant to be Australian? Isn't he? I think he's meant to be Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now they're cousins, and they are apparently the only two heirs to a fortune because their last relative has died an uncle has died or something uh and so the two of them are going to inherit the estate that is important <laughs> but it's only ever mentioned sort of once quickly off air. yes and then it, yeah, yeah. yeah and then it isn't a factor um but you've got to pay attention here yeah uh and so as kind of conversations continue between uh, uh carol and, and julie and just to mention, Carol also just like randomly take a top off periodically and have a bath and stuff while they're. While they're I like that she has she um wants to she wants to warm her her dress, doesn't she? So she just takes it takes her her clothes off while talking to her friend and puts their clothes in the oven. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, so it's teased out that uh, that uh, Julie married Neil kind of because he's safe and boring, uh, and to kind of get away from from Jean, but she's not really all that invested. Uh, and is a little bit bored, uh, which is why she's having sexy flashbacks. And um, oh, and incidentally, the, one of the girls in the paper dress also gets murdered in the shower because you know, psycho. Yeah. Uh, by the killer, and and so Carol is like, well, you can't be with just one guy. It's you know, it's the seventies, and it, we're we're actually you know Italian. Yes, they they, they actually sort of celebrate the murder of young, attractive women by saying it cuts down the competition, yes, exactly. which is not the most feminist um, comment I've ever heard a woman say. Yes, um, it's, it, it's a hot take. It's um, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and so as as they are sort of continuing hanging out and, and going to lunch and things, uh, George 
sort of ingratiates himself and very clearly there is you know chemistry between uh julian and george they go on a sexy motorbike ride uh they have sexy lunch um sexy they have lunch. sex yeah sexy <laughs> sexy sex sexy sexy sex yes. uh well sexy john sense. is spying on them because he's he is around yeah and john appears to be sending uh flowers to um julie as well doesn't he with cryptic Indeed. notes one yes, of like <laughs> one of which um seems to be a setup for a future film uh well it's certainly it's, you know someone wrote that down and thought that'd be a good title for a yes. film, wouldn't it <laughs> Yes, one of the notes says basically your vice is a locked room and only I have the key. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which will be. Is that Martinos his... went, oh, remember that, write yeah. that down. <laughs> yes. Uh, then someone who we assume is Sean, but we don't actually know, uh, calls Julie with, uh, with a blackmail demand saying, I've seen you having sex with George. If you don't want your husband to find out, bring some money. Uh, to this rather fabulous park in Vienna, and Carol says that she'll go instead. Yeah, I, uh, not, I, yeah, that's the one bit I don't think really works. Why? In, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, she says, you know, she'll be fine. Um, although, I know, what's her line? I'll be in grave danger since I'm a little slutty. <laughs> Again, spoiler: she's not fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yes, yeah, so so this is the this is the the scene when she's in the park as it's closing that is very much is then echoed in Four Flies in Grey Velvet, which came later, whether it's intentional or not. I think they're probably both doing blow up. Um, right. Okay. Ma- yeah. Martino said that this w- that this is like a very deliberate homage to the scene in Blow Up with the the, the murder because it's sort of in, in a park in sort of daylight, but it's kind of as you know, evening is coming in, um, but uh, but yeah, and it's a very effective thing. And, and one thing that that I think is notable in this is that the killer is literally like black gloves, black hat, straight razor. It's like the sort of the, the quintessential Jello killer look. Yeah, um, which is considered he could have stepped out is, of a barber film, couldn't he? There, yeah, yeah. Where, where this is in the cycle is 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 quite. I, I think almost as influential as anything that came before well it, i suppose it's too early to have it as as cliche but because probably yeah. in the in the way i'd seen it in the the pattern i've seen so i've seen this relatively late compared to some some shallow it almost looks meta i don't think it is because mm. it's too early um potentially but it's almost like yeah we just don't look all you need to know is this is a stereotypical shallow killer that's that's it yeah um, absolutely yeah because as we find out he's incidental to the plot yeah exactly uh yeah and and so you know julia accuses jean he yeah. has an alibi um he sees george at the police station and uh so having you know ivan rasimov face to face with george hilton says well now i know why my flowers aren't doing the job yeah because <laughs> it's the george fla- hilton flowers are less impressive than george hilton's penis <laughs> and his see-through uh lacy shirt which is awesome i love that shirt um do you eh- would you ever wear that shirt to the bfi day if I had it, I would. <laughs> and the and the sort of fringe cowboy jacket. I think it's. Uh, Why is yeah. Dave dressed as a sex pest? <laughs> Again, <laughs> even more, even more than normal. <laughs> Don't sit next to me. That's, uh, not the, that's not the sort of thing we want to project in the archive. No, exactly. Um, someone 
attacks Judy in the kind of multi-story car park of her apartment complex. But we don't know who it is. But now, we, to... And that's never really answered, is it? It's implied no. at the time it's it's the serial killer. Yes. But given what we know later, it mm. could be. But then that doesn't necessarily fit in with, 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 with the plan. Yes. Um, but almost, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really add anything to the plot other than create quite a nice... Mm. Um, and I like the idea. Um, she also, she runs to the car. There's a good tense scene where she has to get into her car quietly. Um, yeah. And then... I just assumed she was going to like, like, like get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, she actually uses it to to get twenty yards closer to the to the lift. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't work. It's just it's it one of those work. lifts in films and, and films and, and TV which doesn't um, which doesn't retract when someone sticks their hand in it. Yes, closes yeah. on closes on closes hand, as yeah. the plot demands. Yes. Uh, the 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 first episode of the revived Doctor Who does does that as well. Oh, the, it does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, when the Autons try and get into the lift, but they just smash the lift in their face. That is a really badly designed lift. <laughs> Health and safety gone. Yeah, indeed, um, have gone very wrong. Yeah. So, having been attacked, this this kind of the tipping point for uh, for Julie because George has been saying, "Let me take you away from all this," and she's saying, "No, no, I've got to stay with uh, uh, with Neil. He's boring, but he's nice." Uh, but they go to confront Jean at his place, and oh, yeah, because but her and Neil go to confront him, not uh, her and Neil, her, no, her you're George, right. Yeah, sorry, her and me. her husband go to confront because yeah. he goes like, basically, what's this? She says, "I think my, I think my kinky mad ex um, bloke is is stalking me and trying to kill me." Mm. And yes. he goes, "Right, well, we go and run his gaff." And yeah. he lives, he lives in a go- he lives in a gothic castle. <laughs> he does. Yes, <laughs> he lives in a gothic castle with a menagerie. Yeah, uh, and for no reason at all, but it's brilliant. We just have—I think it's around—it's like a—it's a like a hen harrier just wandering around. Yes, uh, an iguana. <laughs> just oh yeah, he's got—he's got pet lizards, hasn't he? He's yeah. got like sort of a. It's just this weird pet. shit. And then they find him dead in the bar. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, it's not him. him. <laughs> with with his throat, uh, his throat cut. So yeah. Yes. Uh, so as Neil says, well, I'm going to the police. And at that point, that's when uh, George says, uh, I'll take you off to Spain because it's a Spanish co-production. So we'll go and uh, hang on the coast for a bit. Yeah. Um, at which point, um, a, a uh, flight attendant, uh, cabin crew, uh, and is attacked. Entirely incidental, but it's amazing. The yeah. Yeah. Um, is attacked by the killer. And she manages to kill the killer. Yep. So that apparently is that plot thread tied up because the killer, because is, the killer a, is is a red herring. There is a serial a killer, herring. but he's incidental to the main bit of the film, other than to give yeah. the eventual antagonists um, an excuse, some cover. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so now that they're in Spain, everything is supposedly fine. But then another bunch well, of... Well, they find that in, in the paper that the killer's been killed. Killer's so been killed. So that she, her, now her life is her life is in no danger. Having yes. already thought it was John. John's already... Yes. John's dead. Presumably yes. killed by the killer. The killer yes. is now dead. She's, yes. she's home and dry. Yes. Until she gets some roses from John. Yeah. In Spain. And shot at with a spear gun. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a bit weird. It doesn't really make sense. That is a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, so having raced back to the apartment that they're sharing and finding some scary shoes and a leaky radiator that she thinks is is dripping blood. Um, yeah, I thought that was meant. To, was that meant to be blood? It's just meant to be rusty water. It's rusty it? water. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. And who puts their shoes behind the curtains? But anyway, 
Uh, facing outwards. Facing <laughs> outwards. Well, someone who's presented well, you on a fuck with uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, if you if if you if you're you know if you're following the plot of Gaslight, then yeah, you probably would. Mm. Um, so she essentially passes out from sheer terror, and George puts her in bed and heads off to fetch a doctor. At which point, Jean shows up, and basically fakes a suicide fakes her suicide yeah fakes her suicide yeah so um, john isn't dead he's faked his own death yeah um he he basically he, she passes out with fear and then she when she sees he's not dead at all mm. uh he seals the kitchen he f- floods it with gas by an ingenious method yep. of putting an of putting ice on a latch so yep. that the as the, the ice melts the latch falls down he's able to yep. shut the door from the inside and yep. make good his escape. Then when when uh, George and the Doctor arrive, uh, I'm not entirely sure it's. I mean, is it? They didn't know it's that urgent. You know, come quickly, my wife, my wife, yes. sorry, my partner has 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 psychological issues. I'll come right away. It's not, even though she's taken a sleeping. Well, he, the the Doctor's like quite dismissive, isn't he? Yeah. He's like, oh no, please come tonight because presumably what he's actually required is is a yeah. witness yeah indeed yeah uh, so anyway so anyway they get they get in there they get there they break down the door uh they it get... seems to be too late yeah they get her out um, but there's no they pulse. get her out but it's too late and they... then well they cut to the police station where they've called in her husband neil and george are are having a uh, a bit of a barney at the police station yeah because it's basically using george well he's so... running off with his wife and getting her getting get, getting her killed indeed and After then which... <laughs> George then goes to a rendezvous and meets Jean, mm-hmm. and then it's revealed they planned all this to, you know, to to fuck with, um, to fuck with what's her name, Julie. Julie, sorry, yes. Uh, it's, it's them having names that don't remotely fit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. They've yes. yes, all got Anglo, they've all got yes. Anglo-Norman names. I know. Um, and I'm at that point. I'm then thinking, "Wow, that's a twist." Uh, yeah. And then I'm thinking, "But it doesn't make sense." Yeah. I don't. Jean, I don't get the motivation because Jean is being paid off by George, basically to. Uh, and between them, they're working on killing Carol, Carol the cousin. Yeah. So, so he, he can inherit all, all the, the inheritance. And George. Uh, kills Jean and makes it look like he shot himself because he's distraught at Julie dying. Yeah, but did they did they adequately explain why they no. in that in no. that because I was in, I, this doesn't this doesn't make sense. Why kill? Like John has had plenty of opportunity to kill um, yes uh, um, Julie before and hasn't. Yes. Um, so why now would he yes. kill her at that moment? And yes. but yeah, anyway, for whatever that that isn't explained. But don't worry. But don't um, worry, um, because, because... John John is, as you said, killed by um, uh, killed killed by George. Yeah. And George then leaves, goes back to his car, and then meets Neil. <laughs> and there, the real plan behind everything, um, him to get to get rid of each other's problems. They've seen strangers on a train. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to get rid of each other's, but they they kind of pattern yeah. kill each other's issue which they are then able to um to to, to, to to profit from to get to get the insurance Neil, money and pay because off because Neil debts. is in debt and yeah. he gets the life insurance or will get the life insurance from Julie yeah. and uh with Carol out of the way and making sure that each of them has an alibi at the time for the other yeah. partner died 
uh, it's the perfect plan. And there's that wonderful bit where they're all kind of being, you know, Neil's being quite wary and George is being George and being sort of a sort of arrogant tosser with his driving gloves. Um, and they just sort of both start laughing and, and sort of swerving all over the road in mirth. And then they drive past Julie. <laughs> just standing there. And it's like, was that Julie? And it was like, it literally can't have been Julie. She's dead. And, and then they, they drive back. back and it is Julie. And it's Julie. And then the police are behind her. Uh, yep. And then they panic, drive uh, drive too fast and go off the side of a mountain or cliff. Of a cliff. Into the, in, 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 into the river. Yeah. Uh, and die. And it's revealed yep. that Julie, that the doctor had saved him after all, but set up but was sus enough to work out what was going on, set it yes. up. Julie, having already had a psychological breakdown, thankfully holds it together for this <laughs> Indeed. For this, for this for bit. Be, they'll be driving past this this bit of road. How do they know where out. he's yeah, going? I, know. I don't. I know. And they've had to like drive her there, presumably reverse back somewhere. <laughs> Shh, hide. <laughs> this is going to be great. Where do we hide the three fucking cars? <laughs> it's single track. Anyway, yeah. it's it's a, it's a good it's as well. It's and then great... Julie drives off with the doctor because presumably, ooh, yeah. Well, the there is that there is that thing. So the coroner noticed that Carol had been killed in a slightly different way than the other victims. Yeah. Uh, so that was why they kind of wanted to think Julie was dead, so that they would reveal themselves. And as she says at the end, I, you know, I, I've survived, but I feel dead inside. It's like, yeah, but you're with this hunky doctor now. Yeah. He's quite hot. <laughs> yeah, because I, because do you know what? I wouldn't, I'd be staying, sticking clear of that Edward Fenditch. On, I don't know why it's Edward Fenditch. I probably wouldn't at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She never wears a bra. So. But she never wears you know, that's insane given, given, um, she really should. It seems to get away <laughs> with it. <I'm> crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that. There are so many twists and turns. What a great and film! Was, yeah, because when it came to the when it came to the twist with John, I was like, "That's cool. Wait, this doesn't make sense." Oh no, it, didn't, it doesn't need to because yeah. this isn't really what happened. Yeah. Ah, he's like, what oh, It's Neil, and I did not see that coming. Yeah. Um, and that was that was that was that was very impressive. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's. Great fun, great twist. Now, mm-hmm. how was this received at the time? Was it popular? But you said that you know um, uh, the director is not as uh, was suffered a little from the releases of this film. So, so I think. This? Well, it, I don't think it was this. It, so I, this this did this was you know exported around the world. It, it was you know successful enough for, that he then went on and did you know so uh, immediately after this he did another Jello, uh, the case of the scorpion's tail. Which again is pretty much everyone the same, but that one is a little kind of. It's pretty decent actually, but it hasn't got Edwidge Fennick in it. It's the one person that's not the one that she's not in, is that one. So it sort of isn't part of the you know the little kind of collective of of Martino and and Edwidge films. Um, then obviously uh, uh, all the colors of the dark, um, which again successful. Uh, you know sort of exported around the world that uh your voice is a lot room but then she kind of and, and, and sorry just to so, clarify for that for the, the the film they do after all the colors of the dark is your voice is a locked room and only i have the key only I have which the key, is yes. one of the messages that sent, yes that sent in this film yes um, which is yeah but then it, it, it's just one of those things like edwige was popular in the jelly but she was way more popular in sexy comedies um did he do of, sexy comedies with her as well he did yeah right, so okay. so he he directed some he didn't he, he didn't do a ton i mean they, they've done i think something like 10 pro, 10 11 projects together over the years 
um, mostly in that kind of 70s to early 80s. Um, they did. They actually did a, a TV miniseries, which is sort of a, a bit of a Jello throwback in the in '94 called Private Crimes, which has just come out on Blu-ray. I'd never seen. It was terrific. I was TV series, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. As um, in, yeah, we'll have... as in a serial, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. Um, it's like a four-part miniseries, so it's ah, like okay, um, yeah. uh, six hours. But yeah, yeah, really very good. And Edwidge is amazing in it because she's a little bit older. She's playing a mother who's bereaved. Um, a sexy mother um ish but like actually you know she's before she's bereaved she's sort of quite glamorous and then afterwards she's just you know as you would expect like you know sexy has no sexy, sexy with the tits out <laughs> no there's no, no there's no boobs in it because it's tv which uh it's surprising because i always thought italian tv was you know berlusconi's like strip the, house, strip the housewife yeah all of that stuff yeah daytime quiz, daytime quiz show strip the housewife oh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell um but yeah certainly luciano produced an awful lot of it's like the vast majority of the sort of sexy edwidge films uh like the comedies um and i think really like so into the early 80s they separated in 79 um and after that to be honest she sort of stopped acting for for a while or just very intermittently um sort of presented some tv got into production she's quite a a well-known sexy production Sexy producer. Sexy yeah. producer. Um, and, and I'm not, you know, I think probably having done that many sort of, you know, Alvaro Vitali's sort of spying on her in the shower comedies, I, I could see why you'd be like, yeah, um, I'm going to go and do something else. Um, it's, it's interesting, really, because so her, her relationship with Luciana, because he was quite a bit older than she was. And I think so this is her, the, the director's brother who, this is the who, producer, just, the, who, yeah. does, who produces it. Yeah. Um, he met her on a film he'd produced in like 1969 i think she was in like her late teens and so the year this came out she had actually not long before had a child uh, not that you would know from from the movie um and apparently what what i've read and i think it's still a little bit like i, I, I don't think it's, it's ever been like 100 percent confirmed or it's sort of you know they, it's not really mentioned in a lot of wiki entries um so she had an affair with uh fabio testi our mate fabio testi oh. from uh uh, what have you done to Solange? Mm-hmm. Um, and so had basically a child out of wedlock. Now, obviously, Italy, you know, 1970, that's not the best place to be doing that. So marrying Luciano was actually kind of a necessity, which is interesting when you think about like how she, who she's playing in this movie. Like she's playing a woman married to a guy who's older and a bit dull that she's married out of necessity it's kind of fascinating it's like oh yeah no wonder she's really good in this because this is like what's going on in her actual life right now <laughs> it's a bit method it's i mean it's, it's an extreme length to go to for, for a performance what about the um the other guys like do we know um like i like ivan rasimov did he did he do i know he did he he did several of, of the films with Mm. With, with with Martino, um, what else was he known for at the time? I mean, so he was another guy that come from like the spaghetti western, um, right? Okay, yeah. And, and interestingly, I mean, because I mean, in, the spaghetti western carried on into the seventies. I mean, they, they were still making them occasionally in the eighties, but that kind of was something that sort of was sixties, you know, sort of from the Dollars trilogy and then into you know the sort of 70s and then that get kind of faded away but and and it's interesting that quite a few actors who were in those kind of found a, a second home in the kind of jello 
Plitzia Teshi because you know you needed like sort of rugged good looking guys who because of the nature of um you know the, the the dollars films and and the other sort of spaghetti westerns were kind of quite anti-heroic so they could kind of play that you know is he a wrongan or is he the good guy mm. or is he both C- quite nicely apparently ivan rasimov is a lovely guy um, oh good sergio martino because i'm scared like of him the nicest bloke he's mm. got very piercing eyes isn't he, he has, he's yeah. not wearing like scary contacts the, yeah. i realized the guy who plays neil the the the, the cuck husband Yes. Uh, he's the he's the Russian priest in Horror Express, isn't he? That's right, Alberto yeah. Nemosa. Yes, Nemosa, yeah, that's a career. Yeah, <laughs> to see them from something as Horror Express. We should do something like Horror Express. I remember when I saw Horror Express when I was when I was young because I was watching like you know, Hammer stuff and I was thinking mm. like this it's it's it's, it's a ha- it must be a Hammer. Mm. Uh, it's not a Hammer, and that and but it was my first ever uh, experience of Euro horror. And I didn't right. really know because you know it's it's in English, mm. um, but there's something weird. There's something there's something off kilter about it because it's not British. Yeah, uh, and that was that was something that fascinated. Even though the story is a bit yeah. Uh, yeah. weird, and Telly Savalas is is not who you choose to play Cossack. <laughs> As a to play a Cossack. Um, <laughs> there was something intriguingly weird about it. And one of the yeah. things I remember most is the image of that when the when the priest gets taken over and the priest mm. dies through the through the. Um, uh, through the window of the of, of the train, the glow red, uh, and <clears throat> so that's so I remember his face as well. And I remember, where do I know? Where do I know the Neil from? And it was like, oh God, it's the priest. Yeah, it's lovely as well. Monster, he... we're British, you yes, know. Monsters, we're British. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he known for anything else particular? Um, Alberto Dimenza. He, I mean, you know, sort of one of those like Spanish actors that that is. Just turns up a lot. I mean, he uh, he he was was quite kind of again quite kind of studly in his in his younger years. I mean, by this the time of the sort of late sixties, early seventies, when he was popping up in Jally, he he was sort of a little bit long in the tooth, which he sort of plays because the part he plays in this is not a million miles from from uh, Perversion Story, the the Fulci that we watch, where he's the scheming brother. Um, but yeah, he was like acting in like the, in the forties. Um, oh, I mean, again. You know, he he's like first credit um, way in the thirties actually. So you know, he was probably in Italian movies in World War Two. Probably don't want to get too <laughs> too deep into that. Was he a fascist? Um, basically, I've no idea. Um, let Let's hope no. Um, well, also, it's a bit also Italian fascist. You know, it's yeah, you know, it's not the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there was a side. There was a side eye. I wish I could see. Wish you could see me to look to camera. Yes, it wasn't audio only. <laughs> He's actually he took place in he took he took part in Sallow for real. <laughs> uh, and he's quite busy around this point. He's in Case of the Scorpion's Tail, the um the the other. Martino. Oh, the other Martino one as well. He's, he, we we will eventually see him. Uh, actually, I don't think that eventually because I think I've potentially got it in for for this go around. But uh, Fulci's uh, Lizard in a Woman's Skin, which is very good um so yeah he's you know he was one of those guys that was uh that was around and and doing genre stuff doing lots of spanish movies um again some you know westerns in there so um i think he's in a yeah he's in like a sort of slightly latter-day paul nashy film and then uh george hilton um apparently he 
he was was he married to one of the Martino's cousins? Like it was all very incestuous. So you know, Edwige was married to Luciano, and I think yeah, I think there was a cousin that George Hilton was yeah was married to one of their cousins. So uh, so yeah, and he was like, yep, yeah, I'll do it. I'm you know quite happy. I, I get to wear a, a funky shirt and ride a motorbike with Edwidge Fennec and yep, she gets enough. to ride on top of me and all of that. So yeah. no, it's 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 a terrific. This is a great one. It's it's fascinating that it is that almost that connective tissue because um the, the uh, Sergio Martino was talking about this in an interview and he said like a Gastaldi Ernesto Gastaldi's script is written like half the stuff that we talked about and talk about sort of prolific in the Jalo world. He said it was you know sort of a a, a bit kind of conventional it what it owed a lot to the kind of late 60s jelly they were very deliberately thinking about diabolique um and you know you can t- you know tell when you watch the movie um and uh martino had seen the bird with crystal plumage and kind of gone oh that's what we're doing now so taking that something that was that was sort of, of the previous iteration of the jello or at least one of them and being like right so what we need is you know the the razor and the blood and the nudity because that's that's the thing now um and i think it just hit just at that point that it becomes this really interesting kind of transitional piece because you've got you know edwidge being gaslit you know five mm. years before that would have been carol baker um right. you know, you've got everyone scheming to you know kill her and steal her money again that's very much like the the lindsay carol baker movies or you know um uh, sweet body of deborah but with the kind of very argento violence laying on top it, it just becomes this you know its own thing which is which is really cool it's it's like i mean as you said there's some bits that don't really hold up but in kind of in terms of what constitutes a plot in a jello it's oh, almost indeed, like yeah. a swiss watch yes <laughs> yes indeed compared to this i can think of two or three loose strands that don't and the the yeah the the planning that takes um to do the final twist when carol yeah. when like if, if carol did. didn't go to do the the drop off of the money it all falls apart right yeah. so um <laughs> and why and why did someone shoot a spear gun at, at uh, like bit, yeah why are they going to kill her like that make, that doesn't Unless it's like, oh, she needs to go back to the apartment, so a so spear I'll gun, that'll do it. So I'll, I'll fire a spear gun into into the uh, into the tire of a lorry behind her, so she'll go to a so she go home to go home where she was going anyway. <laughs> because if Carol, yeah, she, they assume Carol's going to do the drop off. Well, as she said, she is a little slutty, so maybe that you know. <laughs> don't think about it too much it <laughs> do you know what i hate it now <laughs> yeah exactly no it was great fun it's well shot others as well there are two or three things you'd change but compared to the um the majority of the things that don't make sense in a, in a, in a book i've still enjoyed this is mm. this is a superior one as well so what's next uh well it's that time of year isn't it so <gasps> oh we're we gonna we, do star crash we're gonna do a christmas episode <laughs> We're going to do Star Crash. We're going to do Star Crash. Oh my god. It's not a Jallo, but it's, it, it is Italian it, and it's got Christmas lights in it. <laughs> we're a special one as well. Now, I saw this as a child. Me too. Yeah. When I was buying, well, not buying, but renting anything that was Star Wars like. Same. Yeah. So I saw this in the Ice Pirates. Oh, that's that's yeah. one to see at uh, an impressionable age. Yes, yes, indeed. I became quite desensitised to you know castration. 
really, really terrible jokes. Um, and it's yep. like I watched it. I wished it once as an adult. Didn't make it till the end. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this is so so bad. Uh, but quite enjoyed it as a as a, as well. Star Crash, however, I mean, oh, you know, it's my god, it's, it's, it's a work of art. That is, if I like, if I ever hired NFT, I'm tempted one day to hire NFT one just for the day, just just to put Star Crash in. I I'm I'm right there. Just for me and you, just me and you, would watch Star <laughs> yeah, Crash exactly. alone. In NFT oh, Car- Caroline Monroe would come. Yeah, she'd probably want two like two hundred quid, wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah, figure that out. <laughs> Brilliant, good stuff as well. Right, I will look forward hugely to um, Star Crash. And it's that, what's the um, it's that brilliant um, robot, the robot that's got the West, the like the, oh police police robot L police robot L. That's right, yes. There are some, there are some fascinating police. anecdotes about police robot L, but I will save them for next time. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Perfect. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash due signori, where you'll get early access to episodes for a mere pound a month. Due signori in giallo is edited and produced by me, Dave Thomas. Until next time, goodbye. that many prostitutes killed, is there?